Okay, so hello, my name is Sarah Connolly, and with me today is Emma Johansson, probably one of the very best riders and cyclists in the world. You will have seen her in the Olympics, the World Championships, World Cups everywhere. Welcome, Emma. Thank you. <laughs> nice to be here. <laughs> now, um, I wanted to talk to you, Emma, because on Sunday, we've got the second round of the Road World Cup, the Trofeo Alfredo Binder, and this is a race you know very well. <laughs> Yeah, and have done very well in the past. So, I was just wondering if you could tell us what this race is going to be like. Um, yeah, it's it's always difficult to know. Last year has been like horrific uh, weather, but I don't <laughs> think what it looks like now is that it's actually going to be sunshine. So that's going to be a big difference from, compared to the other years. And um, yeah, like the course is is quite hard. First, we do a big loop loop with two um, clients in it mm -hmm. uh, and then we enter this smaller lap that we do four times that also and um, it has like a yeah a long climb but the climb is sort of in two sections mm -hmm. and so or maybe even three sections actually uh, and normally um yeah it gets decided on that shorter lap that we do four times so um, yeah, I think the last year it's always been hard because of the weather conditions um, in combination then with, with the hard course as well. So uh, I'm pretty sure it's going to be a hard race on Sunday. <laughs> and they've changed the course, haven't they? So it They changed it a bit. Um, I haven't really seen the changes, but yeah, it's just on that big lap. So I think the climbs that we've had all the other years are is still going to be in it though. So it's not that much of a change. I don't Thing. Yeah. I'm not really sure. And they have the, because um, the descent seems to also take out a couple of riders every year too, doesn't it? On the lap. Yeah. Because we see it on TV and they have the mattresses attached to the side of the road. Yeah. <laughs> at some points. Is that, I mean, is that, do you like, because you, I always think of you as you're good at everything, you're good at those short climbs and you're good at those descending, just descents. So is that, does that bother you or is it more worrying about being around so many riders who can't descend? Uh, yeah, like I'm never really worried about things like that. I think it's, um, I think if, if it's dodgy weather and it's a bit slippery and stuff as well, it's, it, it's a lot better if you ride in the front and mm -hmm. That's where I like to race. I, I really I prefer racing in the front of the peloton, and and uh, that's also the easiest way to stay out of trouble. And and uh, yeah, I just try to race that way, and and hopefully you don't get stuck behind <laughs> small issues that easily can happen when it's a World Cup going on, because it's everybody will want to be in the front. So yeah, it's never. Yeah, it's never easy to stay there, but I prefer to spend some extra energy on it and stay out of trouble. Yeah, because every rider says, oh yeah, it's positioning, you've got to be in the front, you've got to watch for the brakes. But if you've got like 200 riders all wanting yeah. to be there, how, what, what are your secrets to staying in front? Just wanted a little bit more than rest. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's, uh, of course, like you do need to be strong to be able to sit there as well and to, to stay there. So... No, it's all about wanting to be there and, and to stay there and be strong enough to, to be there as well. So I think maybe that's something you either you have it in you or otherwise you sort of can grow into it as well. I think it's obviously when I was a lot younger, then it, it wasn't easy. I had been dropped by the time, like before we left Odenade in the Ronde Fafana one day as well. <laughs> so um, it's 
yeah it doesn't happen overnight yeah it's, it's interesting I, I kind of I look at those races and you know half the field doesn't even finish do they in the world cups yeah it's kind of like if you finish but and, and last year it was such horrific weather and you won the bunch sprint for second didn't you uh no it wasn't a bunch sprint we got away like it was elise was up the road and then i had spready from the team she was also up the road and then ellen jumped and obviously i was sitting on in the wheel from ellen she jumped the last time over that climb and so we caught spready back mm. and so we were sprinting for second place with yeah the three of us um, I, I never expected Elisa to stay away when she jumped on. Was it the second lap or something? And and I just I th- I just assumed she would be caught. But yeah, that was such an amazing race to watch. So last year, obviously the conditions were terrible, and the whole spring was yeah. terrible. How did you manage to be so good in such awful weather? Um, I, yeah, I don't know. It ha- maybe it has something to do that I'm I am Scandinavian and I'm used to cold conditions, and my whole winter training is sort of like it is on those races mm-hmm. not that i enjoy the cold weather but maybe i have a bit bigger tolerance against it and um, like mentally i think my body's reacting just like the others like it doesn't really enjoy it and i get cold hands and feet and i'm freezing as well but i think like mentally i'm maybe stronger when it's bad conditions i don't know yeah if it's sunny on saturday as well sunday as well that yeah. changes everything too, doesn't it? I mean, yeah, it does. And, and how do you prepare for that? Can you do you have different plans in advance, or or do you just basically have to make your plans on the day? Um, I think like it doesn't really matter whether it's it's like cold or or sunny or rainy or you know like I think you can't do anything about that. Like I think you should concentrate on on the race and how you can actually create the situation that you would like and and that depends on the day it depends on your form and it depends on a bit about the people around you who's there who's not there and um yeah I think it's all about going a bit with a with a flow with a feeling and mm-hmm. and what you feel like on that day of course you need to like beforehand I sort of um an idea in my head how I'd like it to unfold but mm-hmm. yeah I think it's important to not get too locked up with things as well because so many things can can easily happen during the way and you just need to be able to to focus for that specific moment where you are at the moment yeah yeah I mean yeah and I mean it's an interesting time of, of year isn't it because you've got Binder on Sunday and then the week later you've got Flanders yeah how much do you? How much are you looking at that and at the World Cup in in total? And um, like the World Cup in total is not anything I think about. I just really enjoy every single World Cup race as it's just a one day's race and mm-hmm. and um, they're all beautiful races in in their own way and and uh, yeah, I don't think I I don't think about any GC. Yeah, I don't know. I often get that question about the the overall in the World Cup, and I, yeah, that doesn't mean anything for me. I guess because they're such beautiful races and such amazing races. I mean, if if you if you could have a choice of winning the World Cup or winning a couple of races, would you pick the races every time? Every time, I would pick <laughs> the races. Yeah, <laughs> and that's 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 really that's that's really interesting to know because you know I think sometimes I I get as a fan I like I like the World Cup, but just you know to me who won Flanders who won Binder 
magenta mm. of the things that I remember every year. Yeah. And then, so who do you think we should look out for at Binder? Um, Apart from you. <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I haven't obviously. Yeah, Lisa has been going really strong, and Ellen is also strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think um, it's probably like I don't know about Anemic. Uh, she's been going a bit up and down. Mm. I don't know how her climbing form is at the moment. And Rob wants to have a, a Polish rider. I can't remember her name. Oh, uh, she's been going quite strong uphill, so mm. she might be. Uh, depends on the conditions and now how it gets raced as well. I think uh, Elisa for sure. You have Ashley Moomum. She's been strong. Mm. And uh, who else? Uh, maybe Rato. I haven't seen her so far this year, but yeah, maybe she will come back. She's Italian. And it's an Italian race, so she might be strong. You never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tiffany is going strong. I don't know if Stevens is coming. I haven't heard that she's in Europe, so maybe she's not racing or maybe she's getting in this week. Um, Trixie is also riding quite strong at the moment. So, yeah, I'm sure they will have some someone up there as well. Is that something that you think about when you're getting ready about the other riders or do you just or do you just focus on, you know, focus on yourself and focus on how it happens on the day? Uh, yeah, no, I, I definitely focus on myself. Like, I can't do anything about the others. That's They need to look after themselves, and I'm not going to look after them. So it's more it's more about me and how, how I can get the most out of me on that specific day. And, and uh, yeah, like the rest, I can't. I can't do anything about, about them. So, yeah, I just try to focus on, on myself and, and uh, my situation. Um, yeah, and so we go from Binder straight to straight to Flanders, and mm-hmm. you're an adopted an adopted Belgian. Yeah, <laughs> half Belgian, half Norwegian, and half Swedish. Yeah, <laughs> a bit Spanish as well sometimes. Oh, Baskin. Yeah, so, a bit of everything. <laughs> a little Didn't bit of Australian me. these days. Um, I don't. They haven't really adopted me, <laughs> but I'm I'm really enjoying it, being in the team. But I'm not. Yeah. I don't feel I haven't been in Australia enough to to feel like Australian. Yeah. But I mean, with with the Belgian, obviously, do you, do you live in Aldenarder still? Uh, I live in Singham. I always lived in in Singham. It's like five k's out outside Odenard. Yeah. Yeah. And will they? Will you? Will the race? Will Flanders be passing through there again? Yeah. <laughs> Taking it through my street. Yeah. <laughs> I always love it when they take it down Emma Johansson Street, and it's got yeah. all the Swedish flags everywhere. That's a special. That's a little special moment for me. Yeah, oh, it's beautiful. I love it. Like it's so nice, and um, yeah, it's so nice to see the whole, whole thing and get together and just standing there sharing us on. So that's cool. It oh. is nice. And you had your um, you were the Swedish ambassador to Flanders this year. Yeah. <laughs> How did you that laugh? I love that video. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was, yeah, it's nice, like, I love Flanders, I love the area where I live there, and it's, I, like, you know, I think most people, they don't really, they're not really enthusiastic when they hear Belgium, mm-hmm. um, and I, I need, I, like, I have to admit that I wasn't really, I didn't know what I was going to the first time I, I went to Belgium, but... Mm-hmm. I just learned how to love it, and I think they have so many, so much more than 
you can imagine like it's so much more things that are amazing and to be there as a cyclist is like living your dream every day I know everybody loves Italy and Spain and where they can go and climb and it's nice and warm but I think uh, Belgium really that it has something more it has more soul or I don't know it's yeah it's just special for me it's very special I think that video that that visit Flanders video I think what I liked about it was you um the bits where you were you know you were you were serious about it but also <laughs> also very funny about it too that was a nice yeah. that was a nice touch yeah I think like it, I got yeah, it's gotten so much positive response out of it and I didn't think that it was going to be that big a deal when I when we did it uh-huh. um but yeah no it's been it's been good for me and I think um, for Flanders as well I hope um, it makes more people want to travel there and actually see it yeah I, I know that's what that's what a lot of people were saying to me was that you know they'd always they thought about going to Flanders for the racing but they hadn't yeah. really thought about going there for a holiday yeah like you know do a sportif see a race go back home again <laughs> yeah exactly so it's nice to kind of have the you know the, all the different things around it and also to see mm-hmm. a little bit of your personality I think do you get to give them ideas about what you wanted to show or? Yeah, like I, obviously I, I do have my favourite parts of Belgium and, and my favourite like things. Um, and uh, yeah, so we sort of, we had some ideas like me and Martin and then mm-hmm. they had had some and we, we got it together. And yeah, Martin was the one setting up the route more or less where we were going to ride and, and uh, what we wanted to show. So yeah, no, it was a bit, a bit of mix. But I think they sort of they what they how they wanted to, and twist it like yeah. it kind of it, it made me feel really comfortable because that's like almost the way I am every day, you know. Yeah. So I just mm-hmm. felt really comfortable doing it, and it wasn't really, yeah, yeah. We didn't, yeah. We spent some hours on it, but it wasn't like half a day filming and then a bit recording the the voice or my talking but yeah it wasn't and they made such a nice thing out of it so it was it was cool to see yeah it's lovely I really loved it and yeah so much fun especially the bar stool at the end but then that's yeah <laughs> yeah everyone's talking about that and I was like are you really drinking coke at the in the pub I was like oh uh, yeah <laughs> yeah honestly no. yeah it's funny so I mean, so the Ronde van Vlaanderen is obviously one of the biggest races. And yeah. it's, it's one of your favourite races, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's. I think like if you would ask the peloton, I think may probably half the peloton would say it, they love the Ronde van Vlaanderen. Yeah, I and mean, what's yeah, what's, it's a race. what's so good about riding it? What makes it so special? Uh, I like it is special because it's so many people around like it's just people standing everywhere and and it's a hard race and you need to be you need to be there all the time so it's not like a race that it doesn't really happen that you just happen to win the race you know it's hard work and yeah and you need to be super fit to be able to win it and and you also need to have a team behind you because doing it alone is it's almost impossible so I think it just makes it really yeah spectacular and doing all the cobble sections and the fact that we do like the older quadrants and 
and Pottenberg where the guys are going through as well, only a couple of hours after us. So mm-hmm. we already we have the same public and, and everything. And it just, for us, it, it just brings so much more to World Cup for us. So, yeah, I think it's just everything. I mean, is it, it? It must be different when when to have all of that cheering to ride a race yeah. like Flanders or the London Olympics or you know, yeah. It, it, how, how? What kind of difference does that make to you as a rider? Uh, it's I don't like it doesn't change anything in the way we want to race or anything. It's just more. Um, I don't I don't know how you can explain it, but it's. Yeah, it just gives a bit more meaning to what you're doing. Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't change. Like, we're not going to race harder or faster or anything. We're just doing what we do every single race. But just the fact that people are actually there watching you and, and sharing you on just gives you, I don't know, it's like, yeah, it just helps you maybe a little bit along the way. And, and it also, for us, I think it's it's about being seen as well because mm-hmm. we don't get seen as much as as the men. So for us, it sort of gives yeah a little bit extra credit to all the work that we're putting in. Yeah, I mean, is, are you going to be riding La Course um at the, the Tour de France race this summer? Yeah, I think so. Because that should be. I mean, again, that that's just. I think that's just going to be fantastic for spectators as well because. You, you guys, the peloton is always going to put on a really good show on a course like that. You know, yeah. you race those courses all the time <laughs> through, you know, through Holland and Belgium. But, yeah, you know, and for people who are waiting, 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 it's just going to be amazing to be able to see two races. But, yeah, but as a rider, what does it mean to be to know you'll be on the Champs Elysees? I have no idea. Like, I don't really, I don't care that much about that. Actually, like, I don't. Uh, I think it's it, what what I do care about is that we like hopefully that that will make us grow even bigger and that everyone can open their eyes and see that we do deserve more attention and mm-hmm. and hopefully that will bring us to more bigger events and that we can get some more sponsors in and and more TV coverage because. I think together with TV coverage, then women's cycling can grow so much more. And and it's already, I think, like, we're putting in the same efforts as, as the guys. And and uh, I just hope that this event is going to, like, if you're riding chances to say or not, like, I don't really care about that. It's just the fact that, yeah, that it's going to be TV coverage. All the public is going to be there. And it's a big thing. And hopefully that will mm, like make things wake up a bit more and and uh, that the future will be a more or bigger for us that's what I hope yeah and I mm. think I, I think in a way for me women's riding women's racing is much more suited to tv than the men I think because it's a shorter race it's, yeah it's easier to follow you don't have to yeah. give up a whole afternoon to watch a women's race no exactly yeah it's more like watching the final from the men's race yeah watching women's race so yeah, I hope, like, yeah, I just hope we can put up a, a good show on that day as well. It's going to be very important, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. I mean, what, are, what are the other big goals for the year for you? Or or actually, what are the races you're looking forward to most? Um, I just love racing in general. I, I do, obviously, um, Bira in Spain mm-hmm. in 
I love that race. It's a nice area. Do you have a lot of friends down there as well? So yeah, that's yeah. always typical for me. And it's one of um, your home countries, one of your many home countries. Yeah, sort of. No, yeah, I used to since I was there for two years in the team and still have a lot of contact with the girls um, from that racing back then. So, yeah, it's a really nice one. Um, and uh, obviously the, the World Cup in, in Sweden is, is a beautiful race and, and with the team time trial and... And then I'm quite excited about like all these new races coming in with a, a tour of Great yeah, Britain and um and as well the um, this Norwegian tour of Halden. Yeah. Also doing that one. So I I'm just like I'm uh, yeah, getting a bit old as well. So I've done so many races like over and over again and I know exactly what I'm going to when I yeah. when I do them. So I'm just I'm quite excited about just doing all these new races and and to see something new that I haven't done before so yeah. that would be that would be nice and of course the world championships later on in in Spain that would be yeah a nice finish of yeah. the year yeah I mean the tour of Britain obviously as a British person I'm super excited about it because you know we get mm -hmm. to see we get to see all of you guys racing in real life yeah <laughs> and, and also it's going to be on tv and it and it means to me, it means it's very symbolic because it's it's you know it's the first time we've had a women's UCI race since yeah I think two thousand and six or something I don't know yeah so it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a massive great big show um, and apparently yeah. not as flat as everyone thinks it's going to be <laughs> no that's my only issue I was like oh well it's not a time trial and I just heard that it's gonna be flat I was like well okay. So it'll be interesting. I hope it's some wind at least. But yeah, if it's a bit rolling or and a bit of wind, then hopefully that can make it a bit more exciting. <laughs> so, I mean, what makes a beautiful race for you? What makes a really good race? Just a super hard race when it's up and down all the time and horrible weather and <laughs> wind and when you don't get to recover at all. <laughs> Those type of races I love. <laughs> We don't have that many of them. Like last year, I think the whole spring was a bit like that. Yeah. It was just cold and horrible and, yeah, wet and, yeah. So I do I do enjoy, I do prefer sun, but I I don't mind racing in the, water, in the rain. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess if it's, if it's I mean, is it, is it different not having Mariana around this early season? Um... Not yeah, like obviously for Drenthe, but normally she don't do head news blood and she don't mm. do all the races. Like it was not strange not having her there for the World Cup in in Drenthe. And mm. um, it's gonna be probably a bit strange now as well. But oh, I don't like yeah. I don't, I don't think about that too much. I was mm. she'll she'll be back soon, so <laughs> I think she'll be strong. So <laughs> always. And um, you won Cholet with the Swedish yeah. national team for the second year in a row. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no that was nice it's always nice to get together like we don't get that many chances to write with the national team and we've done that now uh, it's the second time we we do it with the national team and and um yeah we're trying to set up a good team for for the worlds and and for the for the olympics further on just to yeah uh, to have a bit better preparation when we come in because it's not always like because we don't do that many races yeah. together. It's it's difficult to, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, you it's it must be interesting for you looking at the young riders coming through because you famously 
um, funded yourself into cycling, didn't you? When when you started, you were working part time and went to Spain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about how that happened? Um. Yeah. Like I just, I don't know. Like I just wanted to see if I could could do it. If I could, I wanted to go professional, but I I didn't really know how 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 do you do it? Like you mm. need to obviously I need to leave Sweden. That's the only thing I knew for sure. So I left. <laughs> I, yeah, I was working, and then we went. I was working in the winter and I saved up some money and I went to Spain and I stayed in Alicante and I didn't, I don't still don't know why I went there, <laughs> probably because we sort of had a contact and we could find a place to stay at, yeah. but where we stayed, it was no female cyclists at all, it was no races and it wasn't really ideal to to become a pro female rider. So that year, like on the way home, we went through Holland and we stopped at, at Decker, the, the Dutch family in Hofewein that I stayed in later on. So we stopped at their place because we had some contacts from Sweden. I did a criterium and they were like, oh, well, maybe you want to come back next year as a, like a nanny because they had three small boys. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, maybe i do that. Like Holland didn't seem that nice, but uh, I thought, well, yeah, let's see. So I went back there, like I came back and I worked for the winter again to save up some money and try to train as hard as I could, uh, but still, yeah, make, making sure I, I made enough money to survive the the summer. And I went mm. to Holland, and, and that's where I come and came in contact with the with this guy. So, yeah, it must it must be strange. I mean, you're you're still you're still really young, but but cycling's changed seems to have changed quite a lot in the in the time you've been you know pro. Um, mm-hmm. Did you start at eighteen? I I started road racing when I was 18. I always yeah. I've been a mountain biker since I was 12. Mm. Like I was doing mountain bike and I never wanted to do road race. Um and uh but then when I started I got um I was doing the championships and and I got a chance to ride with the national team and suddenly I realized that it was more than just cycling. <laughs> so I was really excited about that like just the fact that you were sitting on a team and you were racing together and and uh, it was so much more than just an individual sport. Mm-hmm. So when I uh, when I got um, a chance to write for for that for this guy, I really yeah I was just really pleased and I really enjoyed the girls and and the team that mm-hmm. that were there and I was just very happy with it. Yeah. So in the nine years you've been a pro, yeah, how, how's women's cycling changed for you? Uh, like I think for for me obviously it's it's changed changed a lot. Like it's um I've been taking really good or big steps every every year since then and yeah. um like in general as well, like you can notice that it's more professional and, and the teams are more equal as well. Um and yeah, back then maybe it was three or four or five riders that could win races and, mm-hmm. and these days it's Depending on the course, of course, like you not really know, but it can be between twenty and twenty-five girls that can actually win. And I think the the girls we are racing more professional now as well, and we're racing more as a team, which makes mm-hmm. it um, very very interesting. So there are some so there are some riders that you looked at, for example, Nicole Cook, who yeah. was very very strong individual rider, but she wasn't so yeah. good once the cycling changed to become more team-based 
Yeah. How have you managed to evolve and change with it as as the as as the sports changing? Uh I think like I, I it it is still a bit difficult though. I think um because like I I do agree. I don't know who was this discussion about it. For example, with the Olympics or the big medals, you know how a big team is always sort of standing behind it, but it's mm. always just one person who is allowed to go on the podium, and it's only one who is allowed to wear the the world champion jersey. And I think obviously that is sort of an issue. And mm. because it's less money in the women's cycling, maybe it makes it a bit more difficult to get teams that are riding hundred percent for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think if it would be bigger bonuses or a bit more money involved, maybe that would make it easier. But I'm not. Yeah, I don't really. I never really thought about it actually. Like I'm. Yeah, I just had this. Like the last couple of years with Orica has been different for me as well because I'm. I'm not. I haven't. I always been on sort of smaller teams Mm -hmm. as well where I haven't really had. Um that much like riders up there that can actually yeah. ride in the front of the peloton for example for to to bring back a breakaway like mm-hmm. I never had that before until last year and that is quite amazing and I think yeah it's all about giving and, and taking and I think it is important that you give something back if you if you want something in in return so yeah yeah I mean how is an, an orica I mean, big team. It's got really good publicity behind it. It's you know, it's a it's very well resourced. How how's that helped you? Well, uh, it, ha- you? <laughs> it helps me. Like I think, I like me personally as a as a as a writer. Like I haven't that has if I'm like I'm not stronger or weaker or anything like that. But it's just the fact that you have a team that can back you up in a different mm-hmm. way and and. Uh, I think, like for me as well, before last year, I didn't really know what I wanted. I wasn't really happy, and I didn't really enjoy it that much. And I, I just when I was looking for a new team, I knew I needed changes. And and when I was looking for a new team, I said I I really want to go to a team where I can have some fun again. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I think uh, when I looked around as well, I was quite certain that Orica would be the best option for me. Um, and yeah, I never regretted going there last year, and I was really pleased to to get another contract this year. So it's yeah, I've been a much more happy rider this couple of years. So yeah. I think that for me it was really crucial because I I couldn't go on and and not enjoy it. Like I'm I'm too old for that, and I'm too. It's I don't know. Like I think it's important to perform, but it's also important to have fun and. Yeah. And uh, otherwise, you might as well do something else. Yeah. I mean, and it showed, I mean, your results, you were number one rider in the world at the end of the season. That was, yeah. that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, does, does that sort of thing mean anything to you as a rider or is it, or is it just like a statistic? Is it? It's just a uh, Like, I don't really care about things like that. It's a bit like with the World Cup. I say, if you're there, if you're up there and, and that, like, then that will just be a, sort of a I say it um like the icing on the cake hollow or like a, yeah so I don't really I yeah I've gotten that question quite a lot as well about the being number one and I say it's just a yeah 
something that happens because you're, you're there all the time and yeah. not something that I'm aiming for. I'm not counting points or anything. I don't really yeah. Yeah, oh, that's care really, about that. That just sounds, it just makes it sound so much, in, so much more interesting, you know, taking yeah. every race at a time going into it separately. yeah I think like you can't do anything else I think it's important to be where you um, are at the moment like uh, and to just enjoy it fully and if that means that you perform today and you perform the next week and the week after and you end up topping the ranking well then yeah it's just a consequence of of being there and being focused I think yeah 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 and I mean you're riding the Giro this you didn't ride the Giro last year did you no, normally I always have a break after Swedish Championships. Yeah, yeah. But, but this year you're do you're you're planning to ride the Giro this year? Yeah, I'm doing the Giro. It's the plan. Oh, are you are you looking forward to that? Is that is that one uh, of your goals? Uh, yeah, it's a race that comes later on. First, I have other races to go to, so it's just like I don't target like the Giro or anything. Yeah. Just know it's coming later on, and it's it's always a beautiful race. Uh, um, it's not my favorite race. I wouldn't say it's my favorite race. Like, it's not definitely not my favorite stage race. Yeah. But it's a it's a nice race. Here's yeah. One last question. Yeah. If there are fans standing by by the side of the road and they shout "Go on, Emma!" can you hear it when you're riding? Uh, depends on who it is. Like someone I know. Most of the time, I hear them. I yeah. never see them, but I always hear them. Yeah. Yeah. You do, you do have a big following, don't you? You've got, um, yeah. you've got a lot of people who are out there cheering for you. Is that does that put pressure on you, or is it just nice? No, I just my, like what's nice. What I really enjoy is that like my true fan club. They are always they are even there stand like after the finish if I haven't performed. Yeah, and that's what I love, and that's also probably why like they keep on following me because I will always give them a piece of me. Yeah, no matter what. So. Yeah, like you know who you, who your true fans are because they're always standing there. Yeah. And then you have some that are only there when you're performing. So I know who they are <laughs> and they know who they are. So Excellent. Yeah. I mean, thank you so much for your time. I yeah, really, you're welcome. I really appreciate it. And I'm, I'm sorry for asking all the same questions you get asked, but it's just <laughs> fascinating. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, okay. Don't worry. Good luck in Bindo.